Hello, everyone. First off, thanks for joining us. I'm Kennedy Rizzo. And I'm Cooper Lee. And welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Caramel Apples podcast. I'm so excited about our show this week. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) In this episode, we're going back to revisit the year of 1987 where we'll be deep diving into the intriguing components of the heartwarming classic, The Princess Bride. (laughs) (laughs) Confetti cannons going off! (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll give an in-depth commentary on the undeniable magnetism of this film. You know, what it meant for claiming its place in pop culture and sharing our personal memories of when we first saw and cherished this memorable retro entry. Lastly, we'll give our honest and raw opinion on why The Princess Bride wistfully made its mark on both history and hearts. It is our hope that you enjoy and share this podcast with all of your fellow retro buffs. Cooper, mm-hmm. today sets in to be an exciting escape for you as well as many, many others because today we're going to be reviewing and discussing the much beloved 1987 movie classic, The Princess Bride. So, how are you feeling about this development there, Coop? Confetti <laughs> <laughs> <Betty> cannons! <laughs> I mean, it has been a long time coming. <laughs> I am literally over the moon, Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. I am over the moon. This movie is just, I, I, there's almost no words, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Princess Bride is definitely one of my all-time favorite movies from back in the day. I've seen it so many times, many, many times. <laughs> and to be honest, I'll never tire of it. And, and I know my hubs has way different opinion than I do of this. Oh no. Because it's crazy. You know, he had his own copy of the movie. He won't even look at it direction now. Like he it's oh. never one that he suggests watching. So he 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 used to like it. Oh, that's bad, Cooper. <laughs> yeah, so we have two copies in the house and like he's like, uh yeah. So um this is why I have this as a, a, you know, a major staple in my personal DVD collection. It's just so wonderful. Well, since he doesn't use his copy, now you have an extra on hand for emergency purposes only. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean I should put it in a glass sleeve and only break in case of an emergency? In true Cooper Lee fashion, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I cannot believe that you're saying that you burnt your poor hubs out on it. I mean, Apparently, I didn't even know it was happening. He should have told me and then I would have, you know, kind of drew back a little bit, you know, because I, I just love to put this one in like probably every day. <laughs> it's that good. It is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I've done that, too. I've wore out some things that I really, really like with my hubs as well. And he just, I mean, he probably could just dig his eyeballs out with a fork sometimes. And I'm like, time for you, whatever, fill in the blank. <laughs> I can kind of think of what some of those are. We won't mention them because this has its own place. But 
Yes. I can probably tell you a couple, three or four. <laughs> oh, totally. Yes. And you're being generous. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, well, that's a huge shout out. And thanks to our mama for passing on that lovely repeat, Jean. <laughs> oh, yes. It comes in handy. Yes. You know, but, you know, seriously, the moral of this whole concept is that, you know, we really like what we like. And that's why we have fun talking about the things that we enjoy most on our podcast yes yes so true you know and the princess bride is also so nostalgic due to us being able to watch and enjoy this film along with our cherished girl squad (laughs) back in the day But being able to stream or, you know, pop in the DVD of this, and it's still thankfully possible for not only us, but our girl squad. (laughs) (laughs) Now to do that. (laughs) So we're happy to say that this will make this episode that much more special because this one is dedicated to uh, one of our lovely honorary girl squad members also our cousins and they know who they are they sure do (laughs) yeah because you know it's no secret that much like myself the princess bride is truly one of their all-time favorite films Mm -hmm. you know and it is for this and you know that's why we are going to be dedicating this episode to them so here you go ladies that's right (laughs) (laughs) yes So truly, this is awesome. Let's get started. I'm so ready. (laughs) Okay, so The Princess Bride um, is an adventurously enjoyable romance movie that centers around a wonderful adventure jam-packed with traditional fantasy. Yes. Fantasy films were such a big deal back in the 80s. I mean, like they really were. Oh, yes. (laughs) And we were totally down for it, you know, (laughs) hence our wild imaginations. But The Princess Bride included wonderfully awesome dueling scenes, um, a tale as old as time, plot points of damsel in distress. Yes. Uh, You have a dashing protagonist and throw in a couple of evil villains in the bowl, and there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh, The Princess Bride exudes a a certain intoxicating innocence, Mm -hmm. you know, that sense of wonder and upright enthusiasm into the proceedings right Uh uh-huh you know this frame story fairy tale parody is one of the most iconic films of all time you know and and i'm sure that that view of the movie is just probably worldwide yeah that's what makes it explosively great yeah and i think it spans so many generations too yes Yes. Yeah, yeah. So now it does have such a a layered plot that at times it's difficult to kind of keep track of what's going on (laughs) if you're not paying attention. Uh Oh, but Kenage, (laughs) I appreciate the dialogue. Yeah. You know, it's the dialogue is where, you know, the real comedy lies. Uh Uh-huh. You know, because it has witty joke after witty joke. (laughs) And this memorable film will easily crack up audiences, like you said a minute ago, of all ages. Agreed. So definitely one of the key components or highlights of the movie, which is why I love it so very much. The Princess Bride, hands down, is a good time while watching it for reals. And this cannot be stated enough, Coop. 
I mean, the standout feature of the Princess Bride tale or saga is that it's a story within a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's dive in. So we have a young school age impressionable boy played by the very young Fred Savage of mm. the beloved 80s retro TV show, The Wonder Years. Um, <laughs> he's homesick, and initially, to his dismay, his grandfather, played by the iconic Peter Falk of Columbo fame, comes by to look after him. Oh, yeah, that's a warm, deep nod in reference to some of the boomers out there. <laughs> I totally kennered. <laughs> Grandpa comes to read him a fairy tale to pass the time. That's right. Grandpa attempts to carry on a long family tradition of reading a favorite book to his sick grandson. The grandson perks up when he comes to realize there will be some action and adventure. <laughs> it's really like we pick up a book because sometimes, as Belle and Beauty and the Beast would find. Oh, yet another awesomely cool story reference in mentioning Beauty and the Beast there, Coop. Oh, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, but as we have already stated and widely experienced numerous times in regards to the Princess Bride, as well as many other popular uh, stories and tales out there, great adventures can take you into amazing lands and places effortlessly on paper, not on a computer screen yet. You know, and that's an interesting take on that thought there, Coop, because things have taken a slight shift in recent years. Yeah. You know, and how we can enjoy a good story or adventure unfold by way of reading. Mm-hmm. Now, through the wide use of tech and e-readers and such, yeah. we can still dive into wonderful Taylor to via the computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> Times have changed. <laughs> and as we've enjoyed it on the big screen back then. Yes. But I digress. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Coop. Go on. <laughs> And are we ever glad about that, too? Uh, But back to The Princess Bride, though. Um, The dialogue is funny and witty throughout most of the film, which we absolutely love. Yes. You know, and the versatile cast of characters, amusing, and the scenery is gorgeous. I can easily picture so many of the scenes now in my mind's eye. Right? Yeah. You know, and the story is well told and captures your wild imaginations. As if the story unfolds while reading the book. So much love it. You know, (laughs) as as you're watching this captivating movie from moments one, we the fans know and feel we're in for a memorable visual treat. Oh, yeah. Like, The Princess Bride is an Oscar-nominated film from around, get this, 35 or so years ago. (laughs) Okay, we should leave that part out. (laughs) I know, it's kind of depressing. (laughs) You know, and it has a phenomenal cast of characters who expertly lent their talents and showcased their craft that are still well-known and widely respected in present day. Yes, Kennard. Um, We've got talented actors who literally stole our hearts with this movie, such as Robin Wright, um, Mandy Patinkin, and as we stated just mere moments ago, Peter Falk and Fred Savage. Uh-huh. And Carl Elwes. <laughs> Wallace Todd. Chris Sarandon. And Billy Crystal. Yeah. Uh, the Princess Bride tr- 
is truly something that is very special. It sure is. It's a story about true love. Ah, uh, so very fairy tale. <laughs> yes. But then we got revenge, loyalty, and friendship. Yes. So this in our humble opinion, well designed, well directed, and of course, it's very well acted. Yes, yes. So speaking of wonderful direction of the Princess Bride, fun fact, at the helm of this golden uh, achievement was Robert Rob Reiner, son to comedian, writer, and producer Carl Reiner. Um, It's quite apparent that show business is deep in their blood. (laughs) Without a doubt, Boob. (laughs) (laughs) Well, back in the 70s, he had the privilege of starring in and having a reoccurring role in one of the biggest shows and TV sitcoms at the time. Have you ever heard of All in the Family? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a time or two. (laughs) (laughs) But later, segued into his directorial career and had his name and undeniable vision and talent attached to some Oscar-nominated films such as this. Your Spinal Tap, the ever-popular 80s throwback Stand By Me, and of course, our most beloved and cherished subject matter this week, The Princess Bride. Yeah. Yeah, so I have yet another fun fact that I have uh, found fairly interesting, um, and that is, too, that in 1987, Rob Reiner founded his very own production company, Castle Rock Entertainment. Oh. Yeah, uh, where he went on to direct some more Oscar-nominated movies, such as Misery, When Harry Met Sally, and A Few Good Men. So since Rob Reiner worked and starred in All in the Family back in the day, it is said that he has credited former co-star and stage father Archie Bunker, a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> Carol O'Connor, in helping him get into the directing and producing side of things. Okay. You know, showing him the ropes and all that that's entailed. And boy, we are so glad that he did, too. Oh, truly, truly. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So now that we've gathered and discussed these fascinating tidbits... Um, As hardcore nostalgic fans of The Princess Bride, let's deep dive into some of the heartwarming, thrilling highlights of this film, you know, to discuss the many shining facets that lend a hand to our absolutely falling in love with this movie, okay? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I vote yes. (laughs) I'm shocked. I don't know. (laughs) And, you know, the quotes that are very famously coined therein are all throughout the movie. Yes. Kennard, I am more than ready. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) So The Princess Bride is a heartwarming tale of the beautiful Buttercup, played by Robin Wright, Mm -hmm. who falls for farm boy Wesley, played by the ever charismatic Carrie Elwes. (laughs) Wesley so deeply and desperately wants to be with and please his fair maiden, that he goes off to make his fortune in order to make their dreams of being together finally come true. But after unfortunate news of Wesley's untimely death reaches Buttercup, Buttercup then finds herself in a bit of a conundrum and is being married off to Prince Humperdinck, played by (laughs) Chris Sarandon. (laughs) But then, just when Buttercup feels that things can't get any worse, the Princess Bride gets kidnapped by three rogues. <laughs> that of Bessini, Bezik, and the infamous Indigo Montoya. 
My name is Nico Bandoya. You killed my father. (laughs) 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 Well, that didn't go so well. (laughs) (laughs) Take two. My name is Inigo Montoya. You kill my father. Prepare to die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord, that's funny. (laughs) Okay, so, yes, that was brilliantly played by Wallace Shawn. Andre the Giant and Betty Patinkin. <laughs> but can we say, hey, welcome to the Cliffs of Insanity? <laughs> when you've come to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is so exciting. And we're just over the moon having the opportunity to dissect and discuss this endearing tale in great detail. Oh, yeah. So having said this, we're subtly alerting our dear listeners a warning of a few spoiler alerts just ahead. (laughs) So sorry, we can't help it. This movie's just too great not to quote and and, and drop spoilers all throughout. Yeah, right. (laughs) We're sorry, but not sorry. That's right. We've been warned. (laughs) So, you know absolutely adoring the princess bride it just it's just bound to happen yeah yeah. you know it has that old-fashioned style to it uh can we say renaissance fest oh we know how i feel about that yes and like with this time of year coop is just she's going down the rabbit hole (laughs) 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 quick where's our ropes (laughs) we'll be back but don't don't try too hard. <laughs> she really doesn't <laughs> want to be rescued. <laughs> now she's talking in third person. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So, you know, making, you know, with that, that, that Rennie Fest feel, you yeah. know, it makes it a great mixture of versatility while, you know, such a film effortlessly takes audiences deep into a world of fantasy that's sadly sorely lacking in most motion pictures coming out currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, hence the draw and warm appeal of the wonderfully nostalgic films, such as what we had the good pleasure of witnessing within The Princess Bride. Exactly. So we have to talk about Leslie. Mm-hmm. Played by Carrie Elwes. Yes, the handsome eye candy Carrie Elwes plays <laughs> our strapping hero, and he's very charismatic as the lead character Wesley. So he worked for this part. Yes, and one of our Girl Squad members, not the one we're dedicating this to, um, she was gone. She was gone over Wesley. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Are you are you dropping some of her secrets? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But we won't disclose her name, so we'll keep her with uh, with her little dignity. <laughs> I'm sure she appreciates that. <laughs> her hubs might not like that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, here's a small spoiler. 
introduced to us, you know, the audience, as the ever-attentive, sincere farm boy that Buttercup fell head over heels with. Mm -hmm. But two, he brilliantly played the hero, you know, a mysterious masked man dressed in all black. This guy and his portrayal ruined it for men everywhere on the planet. You just know that's just the truth of the matter. They're like, yeah, that's... they set the bar in another rung. They're like, great. Yeah, they got their fist in the air. That's stupid, Wesley. You put the bar high. <laughs> but, you know, as any good story plays out, our hero takes on the noble and dutiful task to rescue Buttercup from her said kidnappers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that goes back to the three rogues or mercenaries we mentioned a second ago. So, also as mentioned previously, Carrie Elwes is very charismatic as Wesley. He really was. Mm-hmm. Now, when discussing the three mercenaries, so almost everyone knows that equally loves the Princess Bride, you know, can effortlessly see and quote many of the witty lines or the two by the scene played by <laughs> Wallace Shawn. You know, real quick, I think earlier I I introduced Wesley as Carl. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Names are hard. So, yes. I'm sorry. It should have been Carrie. My bad, my bad. I made a movie earlier. <laughs> that's just how excited you were to talk about your favorite movie. We'll, we'll let it pass this time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he's tuning in now (laughs) that's right he's got his ginsu's out (laughs) so back to Vizzini um you know he was absolutely hilarious oh my god yes oh when he keeps repeating the word inconceivable (laughs) with his lisp laugh even more at this snark of a character he's playing oh yes <laughs> <laughs> and when wesley and Vicini go up against each other in the battle of wits um, we know and sense this Henri character arrogantly tempting fate would be what ultimately destroys him <laughs> <laughs> and as this scene brilliantly plays out the results are hysterical <laughs> <laughs> So it's repetition for emphasis. Uh, the convoluted turn of phrase old Vassini engages in, trying to be his hardest to outwit the dread pirate, a.k.a. Yes. Wesley, uh, <laughs> was pretty amusing. Yes. <laughs> so watching any part of The Princess Bride is only to be done with sheer light and airy entertainment in mind. Totally. Just pop it in, sit back with your favorite movie-going snack, and enjoy the ride. If you watch it trying to connect stuff and keeping up with all that's going on, you'll be hopelessly lost. So it's best to not even try. (laughs) (laughs) Just let it entertain and transport you on the wild adventure, okay? (laughs) So our next mercenary we'll introduce is yet another retro fan favorite now. And that's our hulking friendly behemoth physic. (laughs) Played by none other than Andre the Giant. Oh, yes. Love, absolutely love Andre the Giant. Yes. (laughs) Go on, Coop. (laughs) Okay, gladly, Kennard. So I've got an amazing fun fact to share with our Orchard Archivers. Okay. 
A fun fact so many of us fans already know and love, but bears repeating is this. Fun fact. Andre the Giant's claim to fame is in pro wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's one of the wrestling world's all-time favorite entities. And speaking of his being a huge part of the pro wrestling world and practically hailed as a bona fide legend, um, check out our Orchard Trek Retro episode, WWF WrestleMania, um, Mm -hmm. where we deep dive into some of the exciting facts, stats, and career highlights of this most lovable persona. Mm -hmm. So if you want to learn more about Andre the Giant, go check it out. It's pretty fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) As you say, Kennard, facts. Facts! (laughs) you know and that's that's crazy cool because here we have this real-time hardcore pro wrestler who then takes in an amiable turn into this wonderful friendly character in the princess bride Mm -hmm. he was a brilliant addition to the cast because with this film springing from fairy tale you know storybook fodder rennie fest oh yes (laughs) (laughs) rabbit hole (laughs) contributes to the princess bride as well as the flow of the story Uh, you speak the truth on that cooper (laughs) (laughs) i mean the chemistry of most of the characters in the princess bride was hands down monumental yes it's one of the key components that made this film really vibe for so many of us diehard retro fans Mm -hmm. the princess bride truly has an undeniable cult following (laughs) yes indeed (laughs) so andre the giant aka fesnick um, actually softens his tone and and how he spoke throughout the film versus how he'd go and trash talk in his opponents in his <laughs> in-character TV interviews, you know, for his wrestling matches. You know, and it wouldn't take a whole lot to put some fear in some people, right? Oh, no, no, he's a big guy. <laughs> yes, his very presence will do that. So, you know, for him to have to soften his tone, he might have been scaring some of the cast members. <laughs> 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 Just leave it on the outside of the sound studio. We're not going to come inside. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. And it's, he had that notable sound, you know, that guttural, heavy, accented voice. Uh-huh. More intimidating. Indeed. <laughs> so now we're at our third mercenary, who is wonderfully entertaining, as well as memorable. That performance was brilliantly showcased by the talented Mandy Patinkin mm-hmm. of Criminal Minds fame, um, portraying Inigo Montoya. Who was on the hunt to find the one who murdered his father. Uh-huh. And Nico was on a mission. 
My name is Amigo Montoya. <laughs> You're my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> he frequently uttered this legendary line throughout the film. This line and his amazing performance are truly golden components that help make and smoothly drive this film or story. <laughs> <laughs> So we're well aware that Mr. Mandy Patinkin, <laughs> you say that very sheepishly. As I know. Wild, yeah, I was like, oh, in case it's not right. Is wildly talented in which he's his shining career, you know, highlights prove. But fun fact, did you know that he himself said that of all the roles he has played in his career, that Inigo Montoya from The Princess Bride is his absolute favorite. Wow. Little standing clap on that. Yeah, you said it. Yes, amazing as well as heartwarming. Uh-huh. You know, this is so a part of our golden nostalgia. It sure is. I mean, we have to agree with him because it's our favorite too. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a wonderfully unforgettable performance indeed. Yeah. I think many other fans highly agree um, how do we know? Get this. Fun fact. Mandy Patinkin. Patinkin. <clears throat> <laughs> received the star of the Hollywood Walk of Fame on February 12th uh, of 2018. We aren't surprised and can't help but wonder if this is one of his many brilliant performances that awarded his honor. Um, I'd say a resounding yes. So way to go, Inigo. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well, you know, you're going to get recognized by pulling off a star performance and going after the one he feels responsible for murdering his father. Yes. Um, Inigo believed and was rapidly pursuing actor Christopher Guest, who was playing the arrogant, clever, and elusive Count Rugen. Uh, other than his clever swordsmanship, what else was a special standout point or feature in regards to Count Rugen? They mentioned it in the movie on how some of the characters could identify him on their journey. Yeah. <laughs> so weigh in, you Orchard Archivers. Let's get those thinking caps smoking today. You mean there's something we didn't divulge already? <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're bad about that. <laughs> So I absolutely love this. You know, this is so much fun. I concur, Coop. Um, <laughs> now let's briefly talk about our princess. Yes. So she is again played by Robin Wright, who mm -hmm. truly gives a very spirited performance as Princess Buttercup. I think she was expertly cast for the part. Yeah. She is very princess in every sense of the word. <laughs> and um, she has an otherworldly, timeless beauty one could easily find within a fairy tale. She really does. Yeah. She yeah. really does. I think you're right. She couldn't really picture anybody else in the role. No. So bravo to the casters. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. uh, she pulls off a sweet and radiant performance as she encounters the array of characters throughout. And, and one of the ones she attempts to dodge is when she um, fixates on escaping from the um, vile clutches of her royal suitor, the evil, cowardly Prince Humperdinck, played by Chris Randon. 
<laughs> yeah, he was such a buzzkill too. He he. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we gotta remember that she's under the impression that her dear Wesley is dead. Um, so her betrothal to Prince Humperdinck was basically made for her. We soon clearly realize that Wesley is indeed around. Uh, he's aware and in play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's not at all happy that someone has their grubby mitts on his lady love. <laughs> so naturally, Wesley gears up to fight with a little help along the way to win her back. So on this note, Orchard Archivers, there is a buzzword or rather Buzz phrase established and only shared between the young lovers, which helped them to find and identify each other. It was also uh, the awesome plot premise to the whole story. Uh-huh. Um, what was the buzz phrase between the two? <laughs> Ready for that one? Yeah. <laughs> so back to Prince Humperdinck, um, carrying out his solid mission to keep Princess Buttercup and Wesley apart throughout the movie. Prince Humperdinck played his part well because he was intrusive and a little annoying (laughs) (laughs) Um, as he went about his evil plans. But I have to say that he had some clever throwaway lines. So you will warm to him, you know, especially when Wesley insults him at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We got uh, other cool characters sprinkled along the adventure as well. Oh, yes. Um, Yeah, I know. Yes. You have the adorable older couple um, who helped concoct a little something to help revive Wesley, who was only half dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Miracle Max, played by talented Bill Crystal. Very 80s right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. And we have his naggy, um, but sweet wife Valerie, played by Carol King. She has such a um, a sound. Um, it's a unique sound. You can uh-huh. tell it's her. And she yeah. fits the part. It's cool. Hoppity, hoppity, hoppity. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Fun fact. Director Rob Reiner also had the privilege of working together professionally with Billy Crystal on the film When Harry Met Sally. That's crazy cool info right there, Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> so other notable and warmly familiar character showcased was the impressive clergyman. Oh, here we go. Um <laughs> He was played by Peter Cook, (laughs) who performed the wedding with and between Prince Humperdinck and Princess Buttercup. (laughs) Can we say (laughs) Mowage? Okay, so one of the cousins just mentioned that not too long ago. He loves that part. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the odd but hilarious performance of the albino... <laughs> his Mel Smith and his burlap fryer get up. Oh, the albino was nuts. Yes, yeah, because his role wasn't huge, but his performance was humongous. Like, I mean, <laughs> <it was nuts. laughs> so the Princess Bride is brilliant and beautiful with lovely sets and costumes. You know, all the while matched with a funny and touching script. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, not to mention, you know, the highly quotable, which we've done <laughs> plenty of times throughout our exciting episode this week. Well, you know. <laughs> you just when you, gotta. 
<laughs> when the occasion calls for it. <laughs> but again, the princess bride story is simple, um, but it's very well developed with very with few surprises peppered in here and there. Mm-hmm. So as for the acting, though, it is absolutely superb. The coop. We mentioned at the outset how the princess bride is a story within a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that impressed me most were, were the funny interruptions when the grandson <laughs> wanted clarifications or explanations um, of and from his grandfather as he told the story. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the grandson wasn't interested in the story, you know, at first. Right. <laughs> Especially, you know, because it was a fairy tale with love and kisses, you know. Um, <laughs> but Kennard, as a young, you know, as young children growing up, you know, we had a warm, fond memories of spending quality time with our mom, um, you know, with story time. We did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I especially favored bedtime stories where the protagonist embarked on journeys, you know, meeting new and wild, fascinating characters at every turn. I loved it. Yes. You know, and in storybooks, it seems to be a trend, you know, a pile on effect. So um, this was no doubt one of our earlier experiences regarding this when watching and enjoying the, the Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to roll with it, didn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the warm and thoughtful scenario portrayed surrounding awesome memories, you know, regarding storytelling was thrilling to see with the grandfather and grandson's time together. You know, it makes me finally think of our good times with our mom. Oh, truly. <laughs> and and she was adept at storytelling, too. She was. Yeah. But much like the grandson tucked beside his grandfather at bedtime, he would delight as grandfather spoke on each character's dramatic portrayal. You know, his voice would change in timbre with each of these introduced and played out. <laughs> and our mom did the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, remember Green Eggs and Ham? <laughs> green Eggs and Ham, Peter Rabbit, yeah. I did not eat them, Sam, I am. <laughs> we loved it. <laughs> so, Cooper, when do you first recall seeing um, The Princess Bride? Well, you know what? I have to say, if my memory serves me correctly, that is when we went to our $1.50 movie theater <laughs> in our little <laughs> tiny town. <laughs> Yes. With yes. our girl squad. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes. I think that was, yeah, I think that's my first memory as well. Like, we just, that was a golden time. I don't know. Yeah, it really was. I miss it. <laughs> I do so who is or are your favorite parts, characters, and would you recommend this movie? How many, like, caramel apples would you give it? One to five. <laughs> well, uh, since you asked, uh, do you have time for me to say the entire movie? Probably not. So, okay, let me sum up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have to say uh, I've already mentioned how much I love the setting. Just absolutely, hands down, that is amazing. Um, I would also have to say, um, the CD. He is nuts. <laughs> he <laughs> is nuts. He's ate up. <laughs> you know, who knew a death scene could be that funny? <laughs> <laughs> but it was. That, you had the old lady who was booing Princess Buttercup in her dream. Boo, boo, yeah. Boo. 
Yeah. You had, when they went into the fire swamp, you know, the R.O.U.S.'s. I mean, everything (laughs) about this movie. Oh, and one of the very princess fairy tale-esque was when at the very end when she jumps out the window. Yes. When he's down there, uh, Andre down there with the the horses, the white horses. Very, the music even. Oh, this movie, it's great. Yeah, it cannot be duplicated. Right. And they better not try. They better not even think about it. If you do creative execs, note to self. (laughs) Be very, very careful. Ginsu's. And you asked me how many caramel apples would I give it? Yeah. A one. (laughs) (laughs) All the archivers' stomachs just dropped. They're like, what? What expected that? Yeah, what? (laughs) A one plus four so yes definitely a five five apples yes definitely how about you i really like um i like the old couple they're funny they are cute Um, now that our parents are older that seems (laughs) oddly similar (laughs) what they're like Uh, i also love the albino he is stinky beyond measure with his little fryer get up on literally Um, yes and i like um I like uh, Fezzik. I like her as a pretty lady. And he's just real tender with her. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yes, I would recommend this movie. And I give it, I would say, I don't own it. Because, I mean, I can just borrow yours. But um, (laughs) four or five apples, yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, This, (laughs) I think of all ages, you know literally small kids could watch this and enjoy it you know and they would have a different experience watching it than the adults who would get the other humor and stuff you know the kids would just be seeing a fairy tale playing out in front of their eyes yes yes which is supposed to happen when you're when you're when you watch them we're supposed to be entertained right and there's a lot of stuff like this that you know when we think back that's why we have a standard like that's why we're like with everything now because it's just like "Eh, whatever (laughs) Um, but then like you know like you would like you said it was a buck 50 at our local theater and it was like you you spent a million dollars in adventure and it was the best time it was it was Mm -hmm. like you said miss it so much yep (laughs) so i know and and here we are regrettably about to wrap up our fond nostalgic discussion on the princess bride this week I know, but although this bears to be repeated, that this movie is truly one of my all-time favorites, I know I'm not remotely alone in this, but really, The Princess Bride is one of those well-loved 80s classics in which various heroic characters team up to battle a dastardly prince and his evil allies in a quasi-historical world. Although the narrative is set in some kind of unspecific historical past, it's the Rennie Fest right now. Okay, so grab it all. <laughs> <laughs> so this script is replete with many a modern day uh, gag, which works very nicely. I'm with you 100 on this, Cooper. <laughs> this is possibly the best fairy tale reimagining ever. Hmm. I mean, we started out with Peter Falk, uh, a.k.a. Grandpa, you know, <laughs> and his feigned indifference narration sets off the great adventure. And young Fred Savage, the grandson, um, he just adds the best balance to the mix. Mm-hmm. Director Rob Reiner hit a home run and had put together all the key fairy tale components 
and created a most nostalgic masterpiece to be enjoyed for years yet to come. Oh, my facts. (laughs) (laughs) The Princess Bride possessed an old-fashioned style to it, making it an ideal mixture on how this film effortlessly takes audiences into an endearing world of fantasy that's sorely lacking in many of our current motion pictures presently. Yeah, as we just say it, and that's unfortunately true. Yeah, yeah. But the characters are very memorable. Mm-hmm. As you said, your favorite. Who can forget the fun that Vasidi had in choosing the poison drink? <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Inigo Montoya. is absolutely amazing as the skilled swordsman seeking to avenge his father's death against his opponent. Yeah. And, and then we'll never have another Andre the Giant or the dashing couple Wesley and Princess Buttercup. Oh, yes. There's a wonderful, uplifting, and positive central message about the undeniable power of true love. (laughs) So on that thought, check this out. Fun fact, did you know that Carrie Owies and Robin Wright were actually smitten with each other for real during filming? What? I know, I know, right? Which (laughs) naturally exploded their chemistry on screen. He was quoted as saying that he couldn't concentrate on much of anything after that first encounter with Robin. Uh-huh. <laughs> How awesome is that? That's very, that's crazy. Yes, that chemistry can't be faked. You know, it's, it was there for all to see and was most certainly, you know, it did come through. It did. And you know what? That's probably part, no, I'd say probably the majority of the, for lack of a better term, magic of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't fake that. Chemistry is key. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. I know. And then the uh, the caramel apple on top will be where kudos are in order for our composer Mark Knopfler's melodic, graceful score and Adrian Biddle's masterful, sparkling cinematography, hmm. which equals to be a totally enchanting key jewel of great cinema moments. Yes. So fun fact, the Princess Bride was nominated for an Oscar for (laughs) 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 Best Song for Willie DeVille's contribution appropriately entitled Storybook Love. So all this plus the witty humor woven into this amazing retro classic masterpiece is why the Princess Bride is quite possibly the best fairy tale reimagining ever. <laughs> and why it's truly at the top of our all-time favorite films. Oh, yeah. We are confident that this will continue to enamor audiences of all ages for many, many more years yet to come. And they lived happily ever after. OMG, I love that! <laughs> <laughs> Love what you heard on this week's episode? Well, the answer is simple. To tune into future treks and to the Orchard Archives, meet up with us here next week. Same time, same place at the sweet spot. And it would mean the world to us if you could leave a shiny review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and explore more iconic memories. Thank you. (laughs) 